You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 27. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Heart Food Podcast. Do I always start the show that way? I think I do. Anyway, this is <laughs> first solo episodes in like solo episode in like five episodes and I'm already messing up, but I'm just going to roll with it. I have had so many amazing interviews, lots of people that I've been wanting to talk to for such a long time. If you guys haven't listened to those episodes, there's four of them right before this one. Um, that are all about different sorts of topics. We have stuff about mindfulness, about how to stay committed to your health for the long haul, about eating disorders. We just have great stuff and we have a lot more amazing interviews coming, lots scheduled. They're really going to focus on mindset and telling people stories and the, some of the specifics about like how to begin strength training and the nutrition that you should have to support that. But I've just been feeling so inspired and fired up lately that I wanted to have a whole episode dedicated to just kind of what I've been learning lately and what I've been going through. And this year already, I mean, it's only been like a quarter to a third of the year and I've grown already so much because I've been pushing myself and I have been just really stepping out of my comfort zone, doing things that I have wanted to do for a really long time and that I always gave myself excuses over about like, I can't have that, you know, that other person can do it, but I can't. And that's just bullshit. And I wish that I could have told myself that before. I mean, the reason the huge reason that I'm getting these things done now is because I hired a business coach and I'm in a mastermind program. Many of you know that, and that has been so life-changing. So I want to encourage you again, I know I've talked about this before, that if you want to get to a place, whether that is for your body, for your mindset, for the way that you eat, for the way that you work out in your business, I'm seeing how imperative it's been to surround myself with really positive people who understand me in this regard and to have somebody who gets it really and has done it before, like super successfully guide me through that process. And even though it's not easy, even though it requires a lot of work and focus and sacrifice and things like that, I mean, I enjoy and love everything that I'm doing. 
but it's stretching me. And I think that when we grow, it really only feels like growth in retrospect. It kind of sucks in the process, but one day you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, that was so worth it. And it could even be like just two weeks later. So that's what I've been going through lately. And I've just been learning so many things about all of this stuff. And I have really been like into just taking my fear along with me in whatever I do. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about that, about like how to just do shit that you want to do and not care what other people think of you. And I'm also going to be going over some of the takeaways that I learned at Elevate 18, which was that conference that I hosted with my mastermind women and my business coach, and which was just incredible. And it was one of the best times that I've had in a really long time, especially being surrounded by, you know, women who have the same mindset as me in my daily life. I don't have a lot of those women that kind of understand exactly what I go through. Not many of my friends are entrepreneurs, um, which is, you know, totally fine, but it's just a different sort of mentality. So it's really been imperative for me, especially like if you want to start your own thing, if you want to be an entrepreneur, it is essential for you to get out there and connect with people. But I want to talk about what I learned and my biggest takeaways at that conference and yeah, just what I've been going through lately. Something I've been going through lately is wedding planning, which is interesting because the more I plan, the less I want to have like your typical wedding. Like I love going to weddings and participating in them and having fun and eating and being with your friends and stuff. But when it's your own wedding, I've just, oh, and my fiance too, like we're just really, okay, by the way, there are kids playing outside right now. So if you hear like yelling or whatever, just faintly in the background, don't be concerned. It's just like the neighborhood kids. Um, But we're just like really simple, practical people. The things that we like are, you know, really nice things, but just like we don't need all of this fuss in our lives. And that's what wedding planning has seemed to me. Just like everything is so fussy, so expensive. So we're really leaning towards like an unconventional style wedding, which I will keep you guys posted on what we end up doing, but we're really leaning towards something that's like really tiny with not a lot of people, people that really mean the world to us. And yeah, that's it. I mean, we got quoted for a brunch, which was like four hours. It was like $20,000 for a brunch. I was like, what? I could make that meal for like $500. Are you kidding me? Um, so yeah. And again, when you think that it's your wedding, it's like there's pressure and pressure from family. So I'm just trying to breathe and trying to do what is true in my heart and in my fiance's heart um, to do, but it's a tough thing. Totally first world problem, by the way. I'm fully 100% aware of that, and I feel very fortunate that I have actual like options of what to do for my wedding, but um, it's just another lesson in really listening to yourself, listening to your own intuition, 
doing what feels right for you. And that has definitely come in time for me. And definitely like as I become more aware of my body and more aware of the way that I feel, I feel like I lived for so long in a way that I had no idea what I was feeling at any time. I just felt kind of like crap. And I thought that that was just the way that life was. I thought that you know, I probably wouldn't be able to distinguish emotions. Like I wouldn't be able to spot things in my body, but as I get older and the older I become, the more sensitive I become. I'm like a super highly sensitive person. I talk about that all the time, but, um, yeah, now I can feel like if I go somewhere, like we've seen venues and I see it immediately and I just get this feeling like, nope, or thinking of people that, I, you know, thinking of my guest list and stuff, I'm like, nope, like just immediately things don't feel right to me. And that's with anything. And I think that as I've developed this body awareness that I have, which is like super intense, that I'm able to kind of guide myself, even with like friendships and relationships and work stuff, things that are toxic, like you just feel it in your body and you can feel it for a really long time and not do anything about it. And I want to let you know, like you can actually do something about it. I'm just like in this phase where I don't want any, like I'm trying to like trim the fat of my life. If that makes sense. I'm just trying to make things like anything extraneous that's getting in my way. I'm just like trying to cut it and really focus on the things that I want to focus on as I'm trying to grow my business and I'm trying to make this, you know, be a sustainable thing for myself. Uh, and it has been for a really long time, um, for five years, which I feel super fortunate about. It's been awesome and successful, but as I kind of shift it and take these risks to do something different and I'm slowly letting, I'm not letting that other part of my business go, like the bread and butter of the cooking. Um, I'll probably always do that to a certain capacity, but like to the level that I was doing it before, I'm kind of slowly cutting it down. Like I used to do it six days a week. Now I'm down to two or three, which was very deliberate. Deliberate. I just kind of like smushed all my clients in uh, certain days of the week. And that has really been amazing for me because I would have clients in the past that would say things like, you know, obviously if I've had a client for a really long time, a lot of my clients have been with me for five years and they're like family. So like I would do them favors and stuff, or I had certain clients that were very difficult and would want certain things in certain days and would change their days every week. They wouldn't stick to a schedule. And I did it. Like I was always very accommodating. And um, I do most of my cooking for my clients, like the first three days of the week. And because obviously, like the week starts, that's when everybody wants their fresh food. But if I had a client say, like, oh, can you bring it on Friday? which is like a day, you know, I have four days or three days that I can work on like this stuff. Um, pretty much four days actually. Um, which is amazing and super fortunate that I'm able to do that with my schedule, but it took like deliberate action from me to, um, really want that for myself and to say like, no, these are the days that I'm doing this. And if that doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. And, that has been extremely empowering and it's been awesome. Like, 
the fact that I can just kind of be in one headspace each day, like, okay, today I have one thing to focus on. And the next day I have one thing to focus on. And the next day, like I'm, I'm just kind of feeling big ownership of my schedule and my life and a lot of empowerment because of that. And that's only come with like difficult conversations and just kind of trusting myself that I am able to get what I want. And I think so many times in life, and I think that I was a big part of this too, that I just kind of like whatever I got was like, okay, it's like, all right, whatever. Like, it's fine. You know, I don't want to like ruffle any feathers. I don't want to get anybody upset. I don't want to speak my mind. And I can't tell you how long I spent in that space that I was scared to say things to people, to men, to friends, to my parents, to family, to whoever. I was just always really scared to say things. And I was always really scared to express myself fully within the relationships that really meant a lot to me. But as time goes on, I'm just like, like, I just like have no shame in saying what I say. And I want to let you know too, that that stuff, like being confident in a certain area of your life only comes with practice. And for so long, I spent time and spent my life just wishing that I could be a certain way and not doing anything about anything, like not taking any action, thinking like, oh, one day I'm just going to wake up and be ready. One day I'm just going to want to do this thing and then I'll just learn how to do it. And I would spend so much time in that energy of like worry about a certain thing. And I didn't realize that like all I had to do was just do it. And then I could feel confident. So like, I want to encourage you to just do things that you want to do. Like, and if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you will only get comfortable doing it by doing it. And I wish somebody had told me that. I honestly didn't know that that was an option for me. So I want to tell you the same. And this isn't just for work. This is with everything. So many of the themes that I'm talking about today and in this episode is like, can be applicable to so many areas. You know, you wanting to eat a certain way and a family member is kind of getting in the way of that and shaming you over the way that you eat. Like you can speak up, you can say something. If you're at work and somebody brings this like, you know, food that, you know, makes you feel like shit, but like everybody's eating it and they're like, ooh, you you know, totally having a brain fart right there. Um, you know, I was trying to think of a name like, Ooh, Mary isn't eating the pastries. Like Mary's such a high and mighty person, but you can be like, hell yeah, I am. I decide what I want and I say what I want and that is okay. And people are going to have to get used to it. And, um, Yeah, it's just in so many different areas, this is something that you can take action on. And I want to encourage you to take action no matter what. That is something that my business coach, you guys can follow her on Instagram um, at Jill Fit, J-I-L-L-F-I-T. Her name is Jill Coleman. Um, She's just taught me so much in terms of like taking action, like doing things you don't want to do and being fearful and just getting through that hump and just yeah, next thing, just keeping going. And 
I want that for you. And I want you to speak up in your life and to say what it is that you want. If somebody isn't treating you properly, if somebody isn't giving you attention in the way that you want, like in certain friendships, I've had friendships where like, it's completely one-sided that somebody comes, they just talk about themselves for an hour and they don't ask you about you. Like that's so draining. So I'm just like in a very effort mode, um, trying to be very deliberate about my life. And I just feel so awesome and really positive about it. And yeah, go do those things. But let me talk a little bit about what I learned at, uh, Elevate, which again was that conference. We had Lori Harder come in and talk, which I've been listening to her podcast, Earn Your Happy for a while. She talked a lot about like having anxiety and forcing yourself to do things that you know are going to be better for you in the long run. Um, I am sort of, I go back and forth about what I am. Um, I think I'm like mostly introvert, but I definitely have extrovert in me. I mean, hello, I have my, a podcast and I can't stop talking most of the time, but I definitely do need to restore my energy. And I definitely am somebody who likes being at home a lot. And to my detriment, I do because sometimes like I won't leave the house and then I get depressed and I stew in that depression at home when nothing happened, nothing is wrong, but in actuality, I just had to like leave the house and go do something. And I mentioned that on my Instagram stories a couple weeks ago, I think. And so many of you messaged me about that. So depression is something that can be fed by ourselves usually. I mean, there obviously are very serious cases of depression. I am not diminishing that at all, but I want you to know that like if you take action and you take those little simple steps to like maybe do the things that you don't want to do sometimes, that can like be huge and then you always feel better afterwards. So she was really talking about that and saying how like she recently spoke at a sales conference of 10,000 people and she almost faked a panic attack that would land her in the hospital. She like had it all planned out in her head. Like, oh, I could just, you know, fake this panic attack and they would call 911 and I could totally fake it. And then I could get out of this speaking thing. This huge um, event put on by Grant Cardone, who is this big, big, big sales guy. Um, but I was like, whoa, even Lori Harder goes through that. So then I specifically asked her because she was saying too, that like anytime she goes anywhere, she has to like pry herself from her home to go. And you see her, like if you follow her on Instagram or something or listen to her podcast, she's somebody who's like out a lot and doing things and taking action and moving her body. And I was like, wow, she even goes through that. Cause that's how I am. Like before, even though I love that conference that I went to, I turned to Derek as he was dropping me off at the airport. And I was like, Oh, do I really have to go? And I didn't realize that like that feeling might never go away. And I still push myself to do things because I know it'll be for the best. And that is okay that I feel that way. So I want to validate those feelings for you as well. And I actually asked her towards the end of her talk, cause she was saying that she has like anxiety and that she goes through those things, um, where she can get in like, uh, she had struggled like with her worth in the past, which, and her self-esteem, which is something that I've definitely struggled with a lot in the past, not so much anymore. 
you know, sometimes I have my moments, but it's definitely not at the caliber as it used to be. But she was saying that those voices might not ever go away. And so I asked her what she does to deal with them. And she was like, I think it's just really knowing about your brain chemistry and knowing that the brain just really wants to be safe. If you guys listen to Stacy's episode a few episodes back, she talked about this a lot, that our brain is literally like cemented and pathways are created based on our experiences and what we go through. Like what? But that's actually really comforting because then we don't have to blame it on ourselves. Like, oh, it's just my physiology. Oh, like, it's just my biology. Like, I'm just a human that has this brain. And it thinks this way because, like, hashtag science. And that's pretty awesome to know that because, especially for those of us who are sensitive, we can take things on, you know, like, we can feel sad or anxious and then we can double down on it by feeling sad or anxious about being sad or anxious. So we can totally eliminate that like double downing by uh, realizing that sometimes these emotions that we go through are just habitual. Sometimes they might never go away, but we can actually like talk back to them. She was even saying like sometimes on her runs, those thoughts will come up in her head and she just yells out, no, like super loud. She's like, it's okay. I'm in California. There's crazy people everywhere. But I thought that was really profound because I talk about it a lot that I have gone through a lot of like future tripping in the past, like, oh, when I get my master's or when I get married or when I have a child, like everything is just going to be okay, but we never get there. So we can look at these people that are like super crazy successful and think that like they're perfect or whatever. And it's not true. And we all go through these things because we're human. Um, So... I want to encourage you to do those things and also to be open to rejection with anything. That's like the next big thing I want to talk about. Um, Because Lori was saying rejection is a clearing. And the more that people reject you, the closer that you are to your goal. A lot of entrepreneurs talk about that, that like, you know, failing is the biggest part of being successful. Um, So I would just want to encourage you to get rejected. And It's actually, once you get the courage to put yourself out there, like that is the hardest part. Once you feel that courage, like, okay, I did this thing. I was super scared. I did it anyway. It doesn't even matter if you get rejected at that point, because now you've proved to yourself that you are somebody who can put yourself out there. And that is so amazing and so attractive to yourself. Like, wow, I did this thing. Um, And I want you to just show up every day and do the work that you know you need to do, whether that's for your job, whether that's like moving your body. Um, And I want to encourage you too to tell your story and to share your journey because that's something that I've been doing this year too. I shared about my past eating disorders, which was something that I like never talked about until like my early 20s with anybody Um, which I can't even imagine the amount of like stuck crap that I had in my body from those emotions. I'm talking like, you know, non-physical, I mean like physical repercussions because of mental stuff. And, you know, that's super real. So I have so much compassion thinking back, thinking that I went through something for so long and I never told anybody. I didn't think that it was okay to. I thought that I had to be perfect. I thought that I would be rejected. 
but that is all okay. Everything is figure outable. That's a Marie Forleo quote, but anything that you need to do, like you'll just figure it out. And if you're waiting to have like more education or something, like I've definitely fallen into that trap before. Um, that's just a lie too. So that's just something to notice. Um, and when we tell our stories, we really are able to serve people and help people instead of thinking that I am self-indulgent or that I'm like so conceited. I get on a microphone every week and I talk to people and then I post it on the internet. Like, what is that? Uh, but it's really a service. Um, you know, I would be doing this anyway, even if I wasn't sharing it with anybody. Is that like super weird? Okay. That's like really weird. (laughs) Just like listen to your own podcasts, which I actually don't listen to them a lot at all. Um, I just kind of like trust that they're good. I have Derek listen to it and that's it. Um, I also really want to talk about like inspiration and the fact that like, there's this notion that we will sit around and then like the inspiration muse is going to come and she's going to like bless us with this inspiration and then we can take action. And that's bullshit too. We have to go ahead and take action first and then inspiration will come. We demand inspiration. So that's with everything. Like with, if you hate the way that you're eating right now and you feel like crap, start eating better just at this next meal. And then we'll see what happens at the next meal, but you're going to get inspired and feel better the more you do these things and the more you make it into the habit, um, of doing that. She also talked a little bit about visualization, which I'll probably do a whole podcast about just visualizing. We also had Rachel Cosgrove come in and talk, uh, who is Jill's old business coach. I don't think she's her business coach anymore, but she said she was the woman that like really empowered her to own her worth and to charge what she was worth. And that's something that I'm going through as well. And I told Jill that that was something that she is for me. She's really allowing me and giving me permission to step into that worth. And that's what I want to do for you. But in terms of owning your worth and maybe charging more, asking for more of you, what you want, you don't think of like, how can I have that worth? She said something so profound. She said, who do you need to become to charge that? Wow. Like, and sometimes you might need to become a different person, get rejected, take risks, do different things. Like, oh my God, these kids are so annoying. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, but you need to believe that you are worth it. And you need to believe that you are capable of asking, even if you get rejected, that is completely okay. And um, when you are somebody who is a coach like me, you need to think like your job is to change who people are. And what's that worth? Like, that's a big, big thing. You could change somebody's life. And that's something that I'm doing as well, opening up different sorts of like you know, different sorts of like models in the business. And I want you to know that you can pretty much do anything that you want to. Um, Something that a couple of the women talked about in the talks that were amazing. We had different talks about everything, like eating disorders, about Instagram for business, about energy management, about taking up space. Um, Something that was really awesome that my friend Kim Shaper talked about was um, 
the opposite action, which like, let's say you're in that state that I was talking about before, like where you might feel depressed or something that we need to do something super active in order to like snap ourselves out of it. Um, which is super difficult. You're not going to want to do it, but write down a list of things that are active versus passive. So like passive things would be things like reading, maybe talking to somebody on the phone, um, watching TV, active things are like getting out for a run, going to see somebody, going to coffee, things like that. And see which one you're going to do. Have that list handy when you get in that like crazy space sometimes, and it really helps you get out of it. We also learned a lot about energy management uh, from my friend Carrie, and that was about like balancing the energy expenditure with the renewal. So like think about how much energy you spend in a day, how many times you, you know, how much time you spend exercising and then cooking and then working and then taking care of your kids or your spouse or your animals or cleaning your house or whatever. Uh, and then how is that balanced with the renewal? So I know I went probably years not even doing anything renewing to myself, thinking like, oh, I just got to work, just got to get further along. It's okay, whatever. And that's not cool. So we need to pay attention to the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual parts of our lives and make sure that energy expenditure and renewal is pretty balanced. And then see what is important for you and see what type of rhythm you work in, like I do really well with the Pomodoro method of time management, which is like you work really focused for 25 minutes and then you take a break. Like that's one Pomodoro, the 25 minute um, chunk of time. And then, you know, you can maybe rest for five minutes and then you go back and then you just, you know, instead of like, I used to look at like an eight hour chunk of time and be like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then I would get nothing done. And today I did a lot of work in probably two hours with like just maybe three Pomodoros in there, um, which was awesome. So that I'm going to be sharing a little bit more like on Instagram and stuff, but I really just wanted to have a check-in episode to let you guys know how I'm doing, what's going on, what's coming. A lot of new awesome things are coming. I'm going to be releasing a new free program at the end of this week, all about cooking, because my presentation was about cooking and it was awesome. I mean, I thought it was kind of awesome before I presented it, but of course, right before I was like, this presentation sucks. Like, (laughs) of course I was having those thoughts, like having to do it in front of 50 people. I'm like, oh no, it's going to be the worst. Um, that's just like my typical freak out mode of what I go through. Um, but I, Oh, before I talk about that, I also wanted to talk about my friend Chrissy King, who I'll put everybody's handle in the show notes. She was talking about taking up space in your life, which is kind of what I talked about before, just like fully inhabiting not only your body, but your voice, what you want. Like it's totally possible to have what you want and you might have to sacrifice some things in a meantime in the meantime as you go after that and that's totally okay. Like Right now I need to sacrifice like more money than I have because I'm focusing on other stuff. Um, and I'm sacrificing like some social time and, you know, some other things. And that's totally okay with me. So in order to step into this other person, I'm just sacrificing stuff instead of like, you know, spending all my money on a home or 
whatever else, I'm putting all that money into my business so that that business can grow like crazy. And then later in however long I can just be set and I can be good and I can have the exact life that I want to working in the way that I want to. If I picture myself having children, which I go back and forth over, um, then I really picture myself staying at home with them, but running a business from home. And that is what I am doing right now, what I'm working towards. And I know for a fact that it'll happen through time because I have the resources and the help and I'm just taking so much action and really inhabiting that role in my life. So sometimes like you just have to make some sacrifices in the meantime, um, not have that instant gratification and wait for things later, which is what I'm doing right now. And I'm super focused and fired up about it. But anyway, the free thing. So by the end of the, uh, the end of this week, I'm going to be releasing a free cooking program, which is going to be teaching you how to cook without recipes, basically be like a pro in the kitchen and eat well. And, um, we're also going to have an online cooking school. So Let me know if you guys are into that. Uh, If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter. Felt awesome to talk to you again. It had been such a long time and I hope you stay tuned for the next coming episodes and that you take some massive action in your life. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.